The views and opinions expressed by various contributors to 98.5 CKWR and its radio programs are their own and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of 98.5 CKWR Wired World, Inc., its broadcasters, staff, or volunteers. Listeners are urged to use their own discernment and draw their own conclusions. Good morning, my name is Rob Daniels and welcome to Visions and Sound. Now for those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions and Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week, right here on 98.5 CKWR. Well, here we are, show number 28 of 2022, and show number 1133 if you're keeping track that way. This week, we continue into July with a look at the year 1992. But Rob, I hear you ask, what is so special about 1992? Well, as a soundtrack collector, I actually began collecting back in 1986, with officially the first soundtrack being Labyrinth. There is, however, at least in my experience, that one year where there was no turning back. 1992, well, I was 22 years old, and in my second year of college, an even at times a pain in the ass. Visions and Sound was an idea for a book that I was going to write, or was that a video documentary? Never quite got there. It would only be a number of years later that the idea of a radio show would even be thought of. But I digress. 1992 was a pivotal year, as so many of my favorite scores would come out of that year and would shape my future collecting habits. However... There was just something about 1992. For example, Jerry Goldsmith had six scores come out that year. Six! That's incredible. These would include the likes of Basic Instinct, Forever Young, and Mom and Dad Save the World. Now, James Horner also released four scores that year. Also, many new composers would show up on my radar, including the likes of Ellie Goldenthal, Wojciech Kilar, Shirley Walker, and many many others. Yes, 1992 was an amazing year. I can't overstate that. I can't overstate that enough at just how important 1992 was to at least 
to my listening experience. So now first up on the show is the score to Sneakers, a film. This film is a joy and has a stellar cast. Sneakers is fun, has an amazing score, but also happens to feature horn player Branford Marsalis. In this case, a security pro finds his past coming back to haunt him when he and his unique team are tasked with retrieving a particularly important item. This post-Cold War film has many twists and turns. However, what also makes it great is the James Horner score released on the Columbia label. So here's some music from 1992's Sneakers.
And with a little bit of music from the 1992 film Sneakers. That's music by James Horner. Well, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I'm on the Twitter at visionsound. You can also try me on my website at visionsinsound.ca. And you can also try on Good Pods or Apple Music. Now, this is all... Um, with the notion that um, the internet will be coming back, at least for Rogers customers. We'll see. We'll see how that's going to work. In any case, welcome back to Visions in Sound, as this week we are looking at 1992, the year it all changed. Now, I'll be the first to admit that I am not a fan of Chevy Chase. His comedy never really appealed to me, and so it was surprising me, surprising to me anyway, that this film would. Memoirs of an Invisible Man. After a freak accident, a company executive turns completely invisible, goes on the run, and becomes hunted by a treacherous CIA official. Whilst trying to cope with his new reality, another surprise... While trying to cope with his new reality. Now, another surprise here is the fact that this film is directed by John Carpenter. However, this film also introduced me to the fabulous music of composer Shirley Walker, who would go on in that same year to work on Batman the Animated Series. Now, also surprising here is the fact that this is one of the first of the major, first major Hollywood studio picture with a complete orchestral score written by a woman. That's too bad that it took that long. There have been others before that, but this was a pretty major one. Now, the score here was released on the Verez Saraband label and is greatly in need of an expansion. So here's some music from Memoirs of an Invisible Man.
And with a little bit of music from the 1992 film Memoirs of an Invisible Man. That's music by Shirley Walker. Well, welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are looking at the year 1992. It all, the year, it all changed. Well, next up on the show is the score to Chaplin. Now, long before he was Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. was somewhat of an unknown factor in Hollywood. I believe, though, it was this film that did somewhat start his comeback. Chaplin is, of course, the biopic of Charlie Chaplin. An elderly Charlie Chaplin discusses his autobiography with his editor, recounting his amazing journey from poverty-stricken childhood to worldwide success after the ingenious invention of The Little Tramp. Now, the score here was written by John Barry and was released on the Epics soundtrack label. So here's some music from Chaplin.
And with a little bit of music from the 1992 film Chaplin, that's music by John Barry. Well, welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are looking at the year 1992, oddly enough. Now, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at visionsound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. You can also try me on Good Pods, a downloadable app, as well as Apple Music. Well, like I said, welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are looking at the year 1992, the year it all changed. Now, next up is another iconic film from 1992, Bram Stoker's Dracula. This film is amazing, with its art direction, cinematography, and acting by, G- by Gary, Gary Oldman. Now, the score was composed by the virtually unknown in North America, Woljek Kilar. The centuries-old vampire Count Dracula comes to England to seduce his barrister, John Harker's fiancée, Mina Murray, to inflict havoc in a foreign land. Scar was given an expansion thanks to La La Land Records. However, I will be paying, playing rather the original Columbia release. So here is music from Bram Stoker's Dracula.
And with a little bit of music from the 1992 film, oddly enough, Bram Stoker's Dracula, with music by Wojciech Kilar. Well, welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are looking at the far-off year, far, many, many years ago, 1992. The year it all changed. And I don't say that with hyperbole. I truly believe that it changed a lot of things. Now, last up is a film that I actually revisit on many occasions. However, it is the score to this film that truly amazes me. Jerry Goldsmith's Medicine Man just speaks to me on a level I cannot explain. Everyone I have played the score for just loves it, including my late wife, Dorothea. I don't know if it's the juxtaposition of regular orchestra and electronics, the powerful percussion, or just the beautiful orchestration. However, Jerry just knocked it out of the park for me. And this has become one of my favorite scores of all time. Now, the score was released on the Varez Saraband label and desperately needs an expanded release. So here is some music from the outstanding Medicine Man.
And that, dear friends, is only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to 1992 scores that change things as I could very easily continue for another two hours. However, I will revisit some of the scores that I missed later on in the year. For now, just consider this a teaser. Well, as we continue into 2022, I hope as you're getting on with your day that you realize just how awesome you are. Never let anyone tell you any different. If you're ever not feeling right, there are people out there who can help and are willing to chat. If not family, then some professional. As Rocky said, nobody hits harder than life. I know from personal experience how hard it is sometimes for me to sit behind this mic week after week when I feel like no one's listening. I would never have made it this far without the support of a team of people behind me. If you or someone you know is in crisis and needs help, resources are available. In case of emergency, please call 911 for immediate help. The Canadian Association for Suicide Prevention, Depression Hurts, Kids Help Phone at 1-800-668-6868, 1-844-HERE-247, and here247.ca all offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be suffering from mental health issues. Well, join me next week as we continue into July and chill out in Antarctica. Stay tuned for In the Mix coming up very, very shortly. And I'll end off this week's show with some more music from Medicine Man. And I will be back next week with more Visions in Sound. Thank you. 